Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Today on the TMZ Podcast. Hello and welcome to the TMZ Podcast. I'm Charlie Cotton and joining me today is host of the TMZ Swifty Podcast, Melanie Miller. Hello. How are you, Melanie? I feel great. Oh, I'm glad you do. You got your Taylor Swift little jersey on? No, this is the coveted Taylor Swift um, piece of merch that everybody wants. That I, I know. My wife actually has that same sweater. Does she? Yep. I had to, somebody that worked on the tour had to get it for me. It was very difficult. Oh, well. I mean, we got you on the pod today because we got very opposing opinions about this whole Travis Down Under. Yeah, I texted your wife about it. I'm pissed. I know. I was on that thread. That's right. <laughs> it was me, you and her. We'll talk about that. Uh, Tom Brady is calling bullshit on Giselle and her new boyfriend, Joaquin's dating timeline. He speculates that their relationship may have even overlapped with their marriage. Unbelievable. Okay. Northwest. Is on the Billboard charts. Congrats. She's 10 years old. That Miss Miss Westie. Uh, that song has got her on the charts at 10 years old. Congratulations, Northwest. It's good. Uh, we got our almost new segment at the end, which I really like, about a dog bite in the White House. Okay. It's not news to you. It is. It is. It's just silly and fun, and that's why we put it at the end. Okay, great. To begin with, Travis Kelsey... Touchdown Woo! in Australia. Australia. Do you guys know that we don't, like, we're not even as crazy in the U.S. as you guys are in Australia. They had, like, a, they're watching the plane on the news and giving a play-by-play of the plane landing. I know, I know. It's because we don't have big, real celebrities in Australia very often, you know? If there are big, real celebrities in Australia, they come to America. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, true. yeah, it's my mum was sending me stuff. Yeah, like I like like we hadn't seen it in TMZ already. She was trying to break news to me. Like here they are. I'm like I know. I I get it. I get it. But can we just get to like me and you our personal debate going on this morning? Because when Travis Kelsey touched down in Australia, uh, he brought his mate with him. This guy called Ross Travis. Mm-hmm. He's you know an NFL player, but not as good of an NFL player. He's right. like. He used to be with the Chiefs, then he was with the Colts, then he was with the, you know, he's one of those go from team to team. But if I was going halfway around the world to meet the love of my life, my new love, we're in the honeymoon phase of our relationship, would I be bringing a friend with me, a wingman with me? Wouldn't that kill the romance? Melanie, what do you have to say to that? I think that your take is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And I'll start from the top. Please. Great. So he's got, what, a 16-hour flight? You don't yeah. want to sit on a 16-hour flight alone. You want to hang out with your friend? That's your best evidence. No, it's not. I've sat on 16-hour flights to Australia by myself. Okay, well, I'm just getting going. It's a private jet. Okay, you're just getting going. Okay, go. Then she has four shows, three and a half hours each. He wants to, you, do you like going to concerts alone? I mean. Is that something you enjoy doing? 
I, I, I don't want to bring my mate to my girlfriend's show. That is not what I'm asking you right now. I'm asking you, do you like going to concerts alone? Yes, I went to Coachella and camped by myself. That's really unusual and weird. I know, okay. What's your next evidence? Uh, my point is, is that he's got to have someone to hang out with during a show, want to dance, hang out, have a good time, not just spend four shows alone. That's the same evidence as your previous I'm one? I'm just pounding it home. Okay. Um, the third one is, sh- they probably get a different hotel, and he's there, he probably wants to go, and, like your wife said, go to Australia, maybe meet a girl, maybe he wants to get out and see stuff. You, you, you can go to Australia and meet a girl anytime you'd like. It's the off season, you go and do stuff with your friends. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm just saying if I was madly in love with someone, I what? wouldn't I wouldn't want my buddy there in tow. It makes it kind of awkward to have a third wheel there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Was was he at the zoo with the couple yesterday? No, because Travis didn't even want to be at the zoo. Imagine getting to Australia and the first thing you do is go to the zoo. Like, no, I want to see the sights and sounds. I Okay, you're, that's not fair. You're Australian. You've seen a kangaroo and a koala. Us Americans, we're excited about seeing the, the kangaroos, the koalas. So you, you think Travis wanted to... A hundred percent! Jet lag, go to the zoo. Tra- ta- it wasn't jet lag. They slept or something. They went back to the hotel. Why does Taylor Swift need to go to the zoo two days in a row? We don't live in Australia. You think she loved the kangaroos that much she Pro- had to go back and say hi again? G'day again? Yeah, probably. Weird. I mean, if you're going to Mexico, are you going to go to the beach every day? Um, I'd probably eat tacos every day, I guess. I mean, if that's your point. It is. Okay, I mean. This is a miserable point. I don't know about that. I don't, there's a lot of things to do in Sydney. I don't know if I'd go to the zoo twice. This is my actual question to you, is why do you... Like, I, I'm just so flabbergasted by you sending in emails to the desk, trolling this constantly... It's almost like you're a bigger Taylor Swift fan than I am now. I, I think that as much as you're... You're obsessed. As much as you're looking for evidence that this is the real deal, I am looking for evidence that it isn't. And so if this is like a court case right now and you've, you know, you're the defense and I'm the prosecutor, I think I'm winning. I think I'm winning. How? <laughs> How are you winning? I just think I'm up right now. I feel You're like You're not up. She, he flew to Australia. You'd be winning if he didn't fly to Australia. It's such a spectacle though. It's just it's all for clicks. They're two different people. He is the high school jock. She is the music dork. You know what I mean? And I, I don't say that in like a mean sense. That music dork went on to be the most successful musician of all time just about. But they're two different people. They this is not going to end how you think it's going to end. I, I, I'm telling you right now, Melanie, this is a, your Swifty podcast is going to go like, like be amazing for a little while when they break up and you're breaking all the news about what's Travis and you're going to hate Travis Kelsey. Who's he dating now? Oh, he's with Bella Hadid. I hate him even more. This is insane. Well, you stay tuned, everyone. Melanie's out of words. <laughs> I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do after this? I'm going to three-way call Aaron and, and, and we're going to, we're going to get you. Don't say you're going to three-way with Aaron. <laughs> that just sounds weird, Melanie. Okay. Have we talked about enough? Is there anything else? They got a really nice hotel there oh, yeah, in Sydney. $40,000 a night. And, um, Apparently, uh, Taylor brought like a Michelin star chef with her to Sydney. Did you see that story? So that she could have time with daddy eating food. 
Oh, and, don't know. call him daddy. I guess that's, that's also a little uh, gross. That's a little gross. You have your gum in your paper. I know because I had gum before we started Jesus. shooting, and so I had to put it in my paper. And so now it's here on my tra- Travis and Taylor. This is what I think of you. That is, this is giving full jealousy. Oh, jealous! I'm about so jealous. I'm about to have a baby, another baby. And so, like, yes, whatever my wife says about Taylor Swift, she's a big fan. Whatever she says goes in our house because I can't. You know, stress her out. She's listening. <laughs> Love you, Erin. Don't, don't stress her out while she's listening. <laughs> I won't. Love you, Erin. These Travis and Taylor, they're the real deal. I'm I just... actually love you, Erin. He doesn't, apparently. Okay. <laughs> What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back and their pros are locally based often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Moving on. Tom Brady, he is calling BS on Giselle and Joaquin Valente's dating timeline. So, Giselle said that her and Joaquin didn't start dating until June of 2023. Mm-hmm. And a Tom Brady source replies to that saying they should add a 2021 after the June, not a 2023. That'd be more accurate. And if it really was 2021, it means that Tom and Giselle were still together because they didn't divorce until a bit after that. Mm-hmm. Um, Joaquin, of course, is the kid's jujitsu coach, which Tom helped hire and has been on many trips to them to Costa Rica. When Giselle and Tom, you know, first news broke of their divorce, Joaquin and Giselle were down in Costa Rica just like straight away. And as a Tom Tom Brady source put it, when they announced their divorce in October 2022, Giselle fled to Costa Rica for two months. Joaquin flew there with her for for that two months. She takes her jujitsu training very seriously, lol. <laughs> <laughs> lol. Um, yeah, I think Giselle is probably didn't want anyone to speculate about Joaquin, but we speculated straight away. No, she didn't want anyone specu- speculate about Joaquin. He wouldn't have been seen. And he wouldn't have gone there. Like, they would have taken, like, a month. Let's just let everything chill. And I don't think, I think that this proves that there was a lot of problems early on. I think maybe... They were separated because mm. if that's actually the case, I don't believe that they would have just kept him on staff if Tom Brady thought that she was hooking up with 
Joaquin Valente. True. That makes no sense. It kind of hurts though to help hire a guy who ends up taking your wife from you. And I, and I don't know that that they pro their marriage might have been on the rocks anyway. Probably was for other reasons. I feel like it was on the rocks. They like connected. Mm. I mean, jujitsu is a very physical sport. He's, if he's teaching Giselle jujitsu, it's one of those like fall in love with your personal trainer thing. Yeah, that's going to happen, though. Yeah. You should never hire a hot personal trainer. Never. That's going to happen 100% of the time. <sighs> Puffing in the gym. Yeah, it makes you think. Yeah. It makes you, like, those noises make you think. This is on sweat. all on Tom. He wanted to play football more than he wanted a family, and he was so desperate. He went to the Super Bowl, lost brutally. He, like, won, a, he won a quite a few, though. No, no, no. But I mean, when he wanted to stay and go back to the football, he lost again. And he <laughs> go back to the football. He ruined his whole life for a bad game, a bad season of football. He was so desperate to like keep the football, keep his heydays alive, that he let he let Giselle go. And this is on him. And now he's blaming Giselle for his screw ups and his loss. And he is being petty. And it's it's on him. Oh, and he doesn't want to take accountability for that. Interesting. Okay, we've got a different take on this one too. I think it would suck that someone who was already in your life when you were married ended up being with your ex-wife. It'd make you think that those thoughts were there the whole time and that it hurt. But, you know, yeah, Tom was, it seems, more married to football than he was to Giselle. Sure. That was his great love. He's the goat of the NFL. It's, when, it's, it's like when you are the best in the world at something, it, it does occupy a lot of your time because you're that brilliant at it. And, and maybe the family takes a back seat, which I'm not saying is the right thing to do. I'm just saying, I think it happens in a lot of these cases where geniuses or, or just athletes who are the best. But it's like, hang up the cleats already, buddy. You think that if he, if he hadn't unretired, they might still be together? 1,000%. I think that was the final straw. It might have been the final straw, but I still think their marriage might have been on the rocks anyway. I think it would have been on the rocks, but I don't think they would have divorced because it was like, like proving that he doesn't care about his family. Yeah. Not, not as much as he cares about his career, at least. To go back to, oh, he threw it away on such a garbage season. That's so pathetic. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty old, though. But yeah, he, I, I mean, I don't know why he went back. I think he went back because the marriage was on the rocks anyway. He's like, screw it. What am I going to do? Stay at home and mope? I'm just going to go back and, and play one more year. Um, but anyway, good luck to Joaquin and Giselle. If she doesn't know a jujitsu move, we should test her jujitsu move. But if she doesn't know what you do, <laughs> then we know what they have been doing. You know what I mean? Yes. Or maybe he's like making her run and stuff. Or making like her run. Sit-ups. Yeah, sit-ups, right. <laughs> okay, on to our next story. Northwest is on the charts, the Billboard charts, uh, for her song on the Vultures album. So, uh, yeah, she was on the song Talking, and she does her famous Miss Miss Westie, that's your bestie. Like, it's like... It's very catchy. It's catchy, but it's like... It's not rap, and it's not sort of like, oh my god, this she's deserves ten. a chart. She's, she's, ten. she's ten. But it's like how when Blue Ivy was on the charts for being in a Jay Z song. Yeah, she won a Grammy or whatever. I I, I didn't like. Did that she at won all. a Grammy? I, I I think she was on stage at the Grammys at the very least. Um, I don't. It's kind of cute when when musicians get their kids involved in the song, but I don't think the kids should get any of the credit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um. But yeah, it's it, it's interesting that Northwest is now a musician, I suppose. Yeah, I feel I'm nervous for 
for Kim. Yeah, and she for the person Northwest is going to grow up to be. Well, I mean, Northwest reads these articles too about how she's now on the charts, and that must you does know. She, I bet she does. She has a phone. She must know that this is you know. She must think it's awesome to be um, going on stage with her yeah. dad to thousands of people. Now she's on the Billboard charts. But is this bad though? Her dad has an ego the size of the universe. I mean, and he's really anti-Semitic. And she's learning all of it, and like. She now she's got an ego the size of the, the at least the planet. But but how can you not when you grow up and there's cameras around you the whole time? Your two parents are the most famous people in the world. Like anyone would have a, a massive ego. But it, it I I feel sorry for Kim um, to a certain extent because yeah this is going to be very hard for her to manage not only for North but the rest of the kids as they become uh, young adults. They're going to want to be just as famous as Northy. Kids love their dad and they want to go on tour with their dad and they're just going to like adore him. And, and it's good they adore him, but he's a bit problematic, Kanye. Is this like, like, uh, like parents always say like, oh, this is karma for what you were as a kid. Like this is Kim's karma. And now she's going to have to turn into Kris Jenner and, and like. I think she just, Kim made her bed. Now she has to lie in it. You know, yeah. she hooked up with Kanye knowing he was quite volatile guy. He hadn't said all the crazy stuff he has now. But yeah, but he did the whole the whole thing at the the VMAs with the I'm gonna let you finish. W w there was definitely signs of this Kanye, you know, ten years ago. Yeah, and, and and she loved him and married him anyway, and had a bunch of kids with him, and so it's 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 not unpredictable that this would happen, and so now she's got to deal with it. But God, it must be tough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Onto our almost news, President Biden's dog. Commander has bitten 24 times Secret Service agents. But that's only Secret Service. And that's only Secret Service agents. That's not including other times where he might have bitten other White House staff. Right. So this article reads that we published that the Secret Service even had to change their tactics as a result of the biting in um, incidents. So CNN put up an internal Secret Service document um, which detailed the 24 different biting incidents. Um, he attacked Secret Service agents in two Biden family homes in Delaware, plus trips to Nantucket and Camp David. Biden's dog bit members of the president's protective detail, plus other uniformed Secret Service agents. At least 10 instances, the Secret Service agent who was bit required medical treatment. Commander bit agents on their arms, hands, legs, and even their waists. Oh my God. What is this dog doing in the White House? I think this is my personal opinion. Okay. I think that he is a watchdog. Like he's like a canine and it's his job to protect. And he's like, oh, I got to, I see these secret security protecting. I got to show them that I'm better at this or else I'm going to be put out to pasture. This isn't a cartoon, Melanie. You know, and, and why would you, he's not biting the people to try to protect, but no. He's just a bad dog. I'm sorry. He's a bad dog. But also, he's an animal. Yes. That's I, what animals do. No, not all dogs bite. I've got two little white ones who just, they bark a lot, but they don't bite. Yeah, but they're not very, like... Not tough. No, they're not yeah. very tough. Um, but Commander has since been sent away. Not, not sort of, like, put down. He's been sent out to live with uh, the uh, Biden family friends in Delaware. Um, and the Bidens feel bad about his behavior. But God... Two dozen times it took a biting <laughs> to send him away into the but farm. But he's a dog. How do we know the dogs are meant to be man's best friend? Maybe they're out to run wild and... 
Yeah, well, he, sh- he shouldn't be in the White House in any case. And, and now he's not. So that's good. But Biden's dog has more bite than Biden. Than Biden. Is he going to get another dog? If he should, he should get like a little Maltese like I got. They don't do, I mean, they're annoying and they bark a lot. <laughs> Could you imagine though? He's like tr- trying to like get on the phone with Putin and the dog is like. I know. Yeah. Peeing in the Oval Office probably. Come on, dog. <laughs> yeah. I think maybe oh. you should get a cat. Ew. A cat will work. Ooh, a cat? Oh, cats don't bite, do they? No, they scratch you and they yeah. stink up the whole white. They, that White House would smell. True. But I think we want our presidents to have a pet. It shows that they're nurturing and they care. So they've rescued something maybe and they just, they've got a good heart. If there's no pets that might, like Trump didn't have a pet. And I always kind of like, hmm, he doesn't seem like a pet guy. Look at it like a goldfish. A little goldfish in the Oval Office would be good as well. Why don't you have any pets, Melanie? Well, we work here 12 hours a day and I work my full shift. Oh, so you so just peeing people around your house? Was that a shot at me, by the way? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I work from 7 to 5.30. Oh, same, baby. Same. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for joining me, Melanie. Thank you for having me, Charlie. And we'll see you guys here tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.